0: on the outside, maybe it looks like we're not doing a lot, but in reality, we are paddling like crazy, like ducks under the surface of the water, um, making stuff happen so that what happens and what comes next is clean and clear and under control. And that is a facial cleanser slogan from the nineties. Welcome to the Chelsea Pearson podcast. I'm Chelsea, a wife, mom of two toddlers, a life and business coach, a network marketing professional with over a decade of experience in social sales and personal growth, and a long-form girl living in an Instagram story world. I am not going to limit myself to 140 characters any longer. So run, drive, work, clean your house, organize your closet. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to be here with my incredible husband, Rob. I said I was going to bring him back and I couldn't help myself because I just got so much great feedback from so many of you about just the casual feel of last week's episode. And then also I think the back and forth and different perspectives is really cool. So this may become a regular thing. It may not, but we're here today. Hello,
1: Rob. Hey, I'm super happy to be here. I think like Just us being able to bounce ideas off of each other really gives us the ability to uh, go deeper into our thought than just the surface. So it's been a lot of fun.
0: So when we were thinking about what to talk about, it felt only right to be talking about what we're currently in right now. (laughs) Every single day, um, we just for some context about the way that things are working right now in our life. We have a one and a three-year-old. We do half-day preschool and some childcare. We're working out pockets of time in which we can build our schedule and be with each other and be with our family and that flexibility is beautiful and not be on top of each other 24-7 and in parent mode or in business mode. And Rob will fill in the gaps a little bit more, but one of our I don't want to say our biggest pet peeves, but something that very often feels like it's helpful when it comes to scheduling and executing life stuff is the the phrase, oh, I'm flexible. And the reason we don't like that is because if all variables are flexible, then we can't nail anything down. And working from home and working together and having all that freedom, that is so incredible. And for so many of you guys, you are working a more fixed schedule or you have a fixed home life or you have constant, consistent variables. And you're like, oh my gosh, I wish that there was um, a little bit more wiggle room for me to do what I want to do. There's the other side of that coin and the other side of that spectrum where it's like, we need some constants in our life before before adding more stuff to the our plates. So we have been working on creating, doing like clean slate protocol with everything because our babies are now humans that have needs and loud voices and awareness that's bigger than just an infant or a baby that's along for the ride. And we've worked for the last over a decade on this season of our life. And now it's okay, what do we want? And it is such a privilege and such a luxury to be in that place. And it's also really scary because there's so many people who, I myself was one of them, actually fear success because then you get to do whatever you want and you make the rules and you decide. And there is so much reassurance and security in working inside a system or a schedule or a structure. So in our day-to-day life, we have been um, clearing out the stuff that doesn't work, that isn't a 10 out of 10. For those of you who've been listening since the beginning, for the things like, why do we have this? Why do we do this? Why is this here? And questioning and eliminating and streamlining and optimizing, one of our favorite words. And it's felt really good. And it's also Been a priority because we don't want to scale our life or scale our business or push forward until we have a a firm grasp on what we already have. And we're almost at the end of it and seeing the other side. And it's been worth the wait, worth the work, worth the on the outside. Maybe it looks like we're not doing a lot but in reality we are paddling like crazy like ducks under the surface of the water um, making stuff happen so that what happens and what comes next is clean and clear and under control and that is a facial cleanser slogan from the 90s (laughs) but that's what it's going to be because we have a strong and solid foundation
1: yeah and every person has their circumstance i know you had talked about how some people have work a 9 to 5. I know that there are nurses that work like 3 18-hour blocks or uh, everybody has their different circumstances, but the actions that you take in those circumstances is ultimately what gets you to your end result. And I find myself when people ask when I'm checking in with friends and people ask me, "Oh, like how are you doing?" My my first response is always, "We're learning how to have two children." Like we're <laughs> learning and we're experiencing and we're falling forward and we're figuring it out. And I think regardless of what circumstance you're in, um, you have to be, I think the word that we prefer to use instead of flexible is adaptable. And so just because we're here now doesn't mean we have to do everything exactly the same way that we did to get here. And I think that's what really brings us to minimalism is we've, I know personally, I'm like a big sneakerhead so I, I find value in some of the things that I have. And now we're learning more and more like the, there's peace in having less and there's peace and excitement in having a clean counter instead of maybe having all the stuff that you think makes you feel good on the counter. I know, I know that when I see the clean kitchen counter, it brings me such joy and the stuff that used to exist there, I don't miss it. Because the feeling that I was looking for is now there.
0: Rob can tell you that one of my celebratory activities in the early years of making a paycheck that was growing and growing every single week, ideally, wasn't every week, but, but was a trajectory for about, I don't know, six or seven years where you didn't have a boss or somebody else really recognizing you. So we tried really hard to find harmless ways. To celebrate, and so for me, we lived right across. We would pull out of our our condo and out the gate, and then through a stoplight, and there was a Home Goods. And the amount of throw pillows that I purchased, it just it for so long. I was craving security and had dreamt about being able to buy the stuff I wanted to buy. So I did a lot of that, and we I talked about that on our minimalism episode a few episodes ago, and we got that out of our system. And now we're out of place. And I also shared on that same episode, uh, many of the questions that I asked myself in letting go of stuff, do I want to manage this? Or am I holding on to this thing because of what it represents? And can I actually just shortcut path of least resistance, get to the thing it represents better than managing the thing? And so today we're not going to be talking about minimalism because we've already covered that in many ways. But now what we're doing is optimizing how we fill our schedule and how we use our time because we both get a lot of time with our kids and still it feels like it's not enough and still it feels like it's too much (laughs) and you have to split it. And so we're starting right now is Rob is a lot more regimented.
1: I would say, naturally, more regimented. I have, I build my security and my structure, but at the same point in time, if things go off the rails, I'm much more likely to be like, I don't know what to do. Whereas you have always been able to like thrive amongst chaos. And so I think that's also why we are a good pairing because we can both step in. There are times where I'm like, Chelsea. We're going to go do it just like this. And then there are times where you're like, Rob, it's okay. We got this. We just have to adapt a little bit. So I think that's been helpful for both of us. Yeah, I think
0: this is the perfect place to go because Rob and you will probably fit in somewhere within the way that I operate or the way that Rob operates. And if you have a partner, chances are they'll probably not operate the same way, (laughs) right? Um, Totally. I, this, there's no science behind this, but Rob tends to find a framework. Okay. Perfect example. When I met him, he had just lost a hundred pounds with Insanity, the home workout DVD program. So it's 60 days. And so I was like, how did you do this? This is incredible. And he's like, I just followed the 60 day calendar five times in a row. And your life by no means was chaotic or all over the place, but I remember going to your apartment and being like, we should clean out your closet. Or I was very just like, I had to manage the external stuff before I could go internal. And you were like, no, I've got the calendar that I'm going to follow. And then everything else that happens is a bonus. You're very internally a processor and... It's amazing because I'm still trying to figure out how to be that way, which is probably why we're so attracted to each other. Me, on the other hand, I look out. I look at my external environment or the world at large and try to synthesize all of these external factors. And once all of that is cleaned up, then I can follow a checklist.
1: I love that so much because equally, you open my eyes to things that I never would have seen Ever, and so I'm like in my zone, in my path, and all of a sudden you say, "Hey, have I ever, or have you ever heard about this?" And I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, I never have." That's so fascinating. I've learned so much about things that I never would have heard of, and I feel like I would have missed out on so much life had you not been the way that you are. Thank you,
0: totally. And then there are days where, like today, I'm sitting in the kitchen saying, "Like I can't move forward with this project because." the weight of what's going on in Gaza and Israel is stopping me from executing my to-do list. And I say that as light as I can, joking, and also so serious. And it's not realistic for us to not take care of our kids and our family and our business because the something big is happening in the world that we should be paying attention to and we should be informed about and caring about if there's awful things happening that we can hopefully pray for and do something for but at the same time like I got to get I got to get this done and if I want to make an impact on that I need money I need energy I need love I need resources I need stability so that I can overflow into those places and then on the other hand that external view can be taken way too far, but staying too far inside yourself um, also doesn't open up boundaries and doesn't open you up to new things. So this is tangent because as we are optimizing our day and our routine, and I want you to think about any sort, any area of your daily routine as we go through this process, We're pulling from both sides of our brains and the strengths and the skill sets that we have. And you may be doing this solo and that's totally fine. And you can, I have learned, I've, you've seen before, like before your eyes, me be like, oh, I love how you do what you do. Tell me how your brain works. Break this down. Probably at least once a day. I would say with certainty once a day. I'm like, tell me what you're thinking because I know I'm sure as hell not thinking the way that you are and vice versa. You're starting to come out of your structured like circuit and
1: expand out of there. Because if I know, because I've seen you at your most joyful and I know that if I simply stay within that framework, I will miss out on so much. So I'm starting to expand and I'm starting to just like you said, see things that you do and be like, oh what was your thought there? Like, how did you find this? Why, like, why are you doing this way? And just being curious. I think that's something for a structured person is really hard. Just like, okay, this is the answer. I'm going to do it this way. And I think being curious about, oh, like, how can I create more variety in my day and be feel a little bit more fulfilled by having that variety instead of just following the same structure every day, which, for the longest time, I was like, that's my dream. If I can wake up every day and everything looks exactly the same, perfect. And now we have a one-year-old and a three-year-old. Every day cannot look exactly the same because we can't. you can't explain to two children that you have to do everything A, B, C, D, E, F, G.
0: Wow, you know what, this is... I was going to close the loop on this thought, but this was actually reminding me of another... <laughs> argument that we would get into again and again and again with our business. And of course, we'd end up in the same place as we do with every argument that we're better together. So we just got to cut this out and figure it out and move forward because you would be such an implementer. And I'd say to you, you are so much better than me at consistency. You are so much better than me at follow through you may not have the creative ideas or the vision, but like you give you a list and you'll do it every single day. But I was like, that is not enough. You will build the compound effect and you will experience that incremental growth and interest accrued on those actions incredibly. But we also have to be course correcting and making sure that there is somewhere that we're going other than just that checklist or just that to-do list and conversely our business wouldn't have legs if my ideas were just these ideas <laughs> that were these creative balls of of brilliance and excitement and really beautiful vision but we didn't have the gas in the car we i mean i'm thinking about i'm thinking about all the lights on my car on the dash right now that i'm like oh, i really have to <laughs> have rob handle this <laughs> cuz i'm just driving it into the ground but Just personally, there are so many incredible examples of entrepreneurs who do both or who very quickly hire someone onto their team or many people onto their team to compensate for their weaknesses and allow them to stay in their zone of genius and be brilliant. But you and I were just like, we wouldn't have done this if we didn't do it together. And right. it's evidence of our partnership. But we're using those same skill sets. So Rob in the morning, he's responsible for all the structured pieces. Like if it repeats, he's doing it. <laughs> and so that it's really been a mirror of the way that we run our business, which is so beautifully reassuring because I feel like it's just instinctual. It's like, those are your strengths, these are my strengths. But I think this is also evidence that you can carry over something that works in one area of your life to another. So it's, I'm picking out all the kids clothes and I'm organizing them in the closet and I'm figuring out a system so that it's easier. And then you're like, cool, tell me what to do and I'll do it. And obviously there's love and encouragement and communication and then breakdowns of communication (laughs) throughout all this process. But we're doing this in every area of our life. Chelsea's finding the recipe. Chelsea's figuring out the pantry. Chelsea's figuring out what's an ideal way to spend family time or different ways to do things. And you are too. And then once it's up in the air and it's new and we figured it out and we're like, yes, 10 out of 10, do it again. Then Rob takes over with the implementation and it's freaking good. It pays off. Like we are, We're making moves in terms of... feeling like a functioning family which i think is something that will never truly arrive at and at the same time if you are a parent or you are even if you have roommates like we just want to figure out a way that we can interact and work together as a unit because you have that benefit of community you're working together you're going somewhere and it feels good along the way
1: yeah, and it's it's funny that you mentioned a roommate because we talked about my old roommate Steve earlier today. Chelsea and I were talking about him. What
0: was the compliment? It,
1: you said oh, you you're the best husband. You were the best roommate. And I think I, thinking back to the time that I lived with Steve, it's like all you really have to do is go in with the mindset of like, we're going to do this together. And I just remember with Steve, like we both had our personalities, but we both had our skill sets. And we communicated well. You mean different personalities? Yeah, we had different personalities. We had different skill sets. And we communicated well, let each other know what we wanted, and then just said, oh, you're really good at this, so you do this. You're really good at this, so you do this. And we just worked together. And I think maybe that's something people struggle to communicate. And I know we talked about this last week, but just communicating your needs and also communicating with someone what that they're good at. Because I like compliments go so far but it's not like nice shirt sometimes that's nice to hear but I know when you tell me how great I am at something all I want to do is that and I think it's vice versa if I tell you like the picadillo that you made I'm just like more of that please that was so amazing I feel like that just again that takes the 10 out of 10 and then elevates it because now that you have pride in what you're doing and you have confidence in what you're doing. And I think, um, I know that motivates me. And I think I go going back to Steve, I remember, um, like, just always having a positive mindset towards everything, because even when things didn't work, I knew that we were going to be able to talk it out and say, hey, we can improve this, we can do this better. And ultimately, I see us doing the same thing. I love Steve, but I love you in a different way or way more. (laughs) But yeah, I think it's really beautiful to look at what you're good at and just make a point to make that part of your practice every day.
0: I think we also can distill this down to one question. What's in the way? What's in the way? What's in the way? And I recorded an episode on this, the time management episode. And I talked about how in starting my to-do list, sitting down and saying, okay, I have an hour to work and then I'm going to identify what the task is that I want to do. And I'm going to go and time myself and see how long that takes and notice all the distractions. And just like meditation, when something comes up, just notice it. (laughs) And I was like, ah, I need to move the laundry basket here and take all these clothes and put it in the dryer and fluff them and then organize these papers and figure out a better spot for my kids' shoes and oh my gosh, we need more paper towels and the toilet paper rolls or like it just as much there's a million things that we don't even realize are going through our heads. And then there are the hundred things that we see throughout the day that we consciously are aware of that's in the way. And so in Whatever your goal is, let's let's just say it's fitness because for New Year's coming up, our audience is aging. I would actually, all of us all aging. are aging. <laughs> our toddlers are aging. <laughs> but exercise and health is something that if we don't prioritize, oh, you said the best quote about burnout. About burnout happens when we borrow from tomorrow and we don't mitigate how much energy we're spending and how much stress and. Like really what Rob and I are trying to do is identify all the things that we want to do in our business, and our life, and then figure out how can we find a steady cadence to make that happen. And so it's, you know, for us, it's in our heads. Like we want to make our bed and keep, keep our house clutter free, keep the fridge stocked, pay our bills, make sure our kids are fed and clothed and bathed and we're in, in touch with what the school's doing and that our calendar is planned ahead, but not too far ahead and not too over planned. I mean, for a lot of us, it's the same goals. And then for our business, we wanna support existing people. We want to bring on new clients and bring on new partners. We want to expand the way that we grow professionally and the services that we offer. That includes marketing and time management and fulfillment and operations. And all of a sudden, there's this massive list. And so, what we say to ourselves is, I'm not going, I can't believe I skipped it. My go to phrase, I will not start what I cannot sustain because I am the. Chase, chase a shiny thing squirrel. And seeing Rob has really inspired me to say, I want to figure out how to make an insanity calendar, a workout calendar out of the behaviors that are going to make those family and personal and professional goals a reality. And what's so cool about this is once you define what your authentic priorities are, in your personal life, with your fitness, with your marriage, with your family, in your career, all of those life areas. And they're really an authentic goal. It doesn't matter what anyone else's timeline is. I think about it like when I'm decluttering my closet, Like as much as I want to share with Instagram how good it looks, I don't care how, what you think. I don't care. I don't care. I'm lost in my own world. I Many of you guys may be decluttering your pantry or part of your house as you listen to this and and you really look at your environment around you and you say, this is for me. This is not about an Instagram post. This is not about what I should do. This is not about what my parents want me to do. This is not about what a Pinterest board tells me is what ideal looks like. What does ideal look like for me? And in order for me to reach that place, and stay in that place, I need to figure out sustainable habits. And that all I think all of that starts with what's in the way.
1: I'm glad that you finished that statement with that question. Because <laughs> I'm just sitting here saying like saying, Okay, next time she asks me to talk, I'm gonna say thank you for that question because I know that Do we have been ask, actually doing
0: asked me to talk.
1: Asked you to talk?
0: You said next time she are you saying when I pass When you over? pass the mic over to me. That's I, when... I feel like I am a, um, like a dictator.
1: Oh, <laughs> we no. We only no. have one mic. Yeah, but it's great. It's such a gift. I'm sitting here thinking, man, that is for me. And so I'm speaking to someone who's listening, who is very structured and maybe doesn't know how to divert from it. Asking that question is a great way to put yourself into a creative mindset. Tell because me. Because when you ask, okay, I have this thing that I have to get done. But what is in the way, by looking at what's in the way, you naturally put yourself into a place where you say, I have to create something to to clear it out of the way. And so by doing that, it's, oh man, you, you start thinking not necessarily about your ABC, your list, but you start thinking about like, oh, how can I make all this better? How can I create? Chelsea, she makes tools every day and I'm not necessarily a tool maker, But by doing that, like I can see I create maybe systems for the actions that I execute on. But if there are things that are in the way, I can say, oh, you know, you get into that creative mindset and say, this is how I clear that out of the way. This is how I get better at doing the things that I do so that it takes less time. So I become more effective at it. So like I am taking that as that question as such a gift um, because every single thing you can every single thing you do you can ask that question mm-hmm. and i think that's why we what we have experienced like this has been a very tiring week for both of us but it's because we've been doing such great work we've been executing all the things that we want to do but we're also challenging ourselves to become more efficient because i know next week is going to be easier than this week because of the path that we cleared because of the tools that we created, to make everything here simpler, to have easier access to all of the things that we use on a daily basis. And that opens up more time to spend with each other for ourselves, with the boys, and doing the things that we want to feel more fulfilled. And then that in turn will pay forward to us being able to execute everything better.
0: So here's some tangibles, like when we're talking about what's in the way. And Rob, actually, let me just reflect back to you. I love that you said that because I don't think like you. So I wouldn't have even realized that's a question you don't ask yourself because I don't know if external processor is the way to explain it, but with an external focus, everything is in the way. It's wh- it's like, what do you mean? I'm trying to solve world hunger in my brain before I go to sleep at night, Egram six problems, but I live there and what a beautiful way, like nothing's in the way if you're in your bubble. If you're just following your to-do list as a structured person or an internal person who needs to step outside their comfort zone, you're forcing yourself to take that step by even, so that's incredible. That's really cool to just get a glimpse into the way that you think. I wanted to offer some tangible examples of what we got out of the way. One, <laughs> and this is actually a really great example. We had a funeral and a celebration of life right before Thanksgiving for Rob's Aunt Jane. And we had a six, we literally were not in Rhode Island for two days without the kids to just be focused with family. We had a 6 a.m. flight Sunday morning. And as the flight attendant is saying, please get back in your seats and buckle up. I started to stand up because I was getting sick on a plane. And what, five, six hours later, after not being able to keep water down, we got to urgent care and we had positive COVID tests. Four days before Thanksgiving, and had to cancel all of our Thanksgiving plans and all of our families' Airbnbs and flights and all that. And that was very disappointing. And that was an example of a circumstance where, no, we couldn't pre- necessarily prevent us contracting COVID. But we were like, we really need to take our immunity more seriously. Like, we're, we're not really doing a ton preventative. We, we sometimes will take vitamin D, we take a daily supplement, but there's more that we can do with homeopathic things and washing our hands even better. That was in the way. Not being 100% like uh, uh, offensive, we, we've been in football land, no strong offense when it comes to immunity, just hoping for the best was in the way. Another thing that was in the way is that we have two very rowdy boys and as much space as we have in our house, there's a lot of stuff consistently for them to knock around. It's getting colder. And we didn't have a big space without furniture where they could just like wrestle and run around and, and burn steam. And we were sleeping above the garage in this bonus room that we had because our bedroom is downstairs away from the kids. And so we looked at each other and said, All right, we're healthy. Let's figure out a way to give the boys more room. This is in the way right now. And reposition the furniture in our house. And then once we did that, we were like, okay. But then when I wake up, where are you? when are you going to do your personal growth time without waking me up? And this is our exercise room. So if you're still sleeping. When are, so it was so many technical things where we were moving furniture. We were getting rid of clutter. Or we were letting monday happen so that we could see what was in the way so then tuesday we could refine and then wednesday we could get even better and then maybe thursday we could then backtrack a little bit if something didn't work the way we hoped it would and that is the process that we are applying to everything is truly treating our schedule and our life and our routine as an experiment that's neutral And we just want to figure out the best way that we can work our system to get all those needs met.
1: And sometimes you try an idea and it's just perfect, right? Every time it's perfect? No. So there are times where it's just, ah, this was such a good idea that went so, so poorly. And then it just, again, being adaptable and saying, okay, why don't we change this one thing and see how that feels? Let's change this other thing and then see how that feels. And then just stacking those small wins on top of each other is I feel what brings you to that 10 out of 10. I think about recipes that we both made that like, the first time that we did it, it was just awful. And then instead of saying, Oh, that's a garbage recipe. It's okay, let's look at what went wrong. And let's make those small. Let's make those small changes. Let's try it again. Because i like, I know I love this, but we need to find a way to make it taste the way that we want to align with the nutritional goals that we have. So it's this, it's the same thing. So going into this equally, if we had an idea and we moved everything, we're like, ah, oh, no, that stinks, let's just move it all back. I feel like that is something that maybe in the past, years ago, we would have done and been frustrated and then ended up with a result that just, let's not change anything because it's a waste of time. So just adapting to that idea of like, all right, let's see how this change works. And then if it works out exactly the way we want, awesome. And if not, instead of just saying forget it, let's tweak it and let's tweak it and let's tweak it until it's exactly what we want. One
0: of my former business coaches, she really challenged us when we implement something to give it 90 days. And I know for all of us, unless you are a seasoned entrepreneur who's, of course, I'm gonna give this a quarter (laughs) to like really flesh out. That seems like a lot of time. Like you're gonna give a workout program, except for Rob. But I, I think honestly, you had a hundred pounds to lose. Yeah. So that was excruciatingly hard, but you also did get results in that first round to keep you going. And sometimes we don't see those results. I'm not saying that's in tweaking your daily routine, you have to like work on that recipe to, to continue the example for three months straight, you know it's not for you, don't do it. But if there's incremental changes and like you have bad days or you get sick or maybe you get in an argument or hormones are changing throughout the month, I know that's such a trope about women, but I know I get crazy. And I also know I get tired. And so we're we're now even learning 12 years into you being in a relationship with a a human female and me being a human female, that there are seasons in my cycle that we shouldn't be pushing or we shouldn't be doing this and that. So even that is a learning lesson. And then of course you throw in toddlers and it's like, I use the the example, they're like lava lamps. Like they just change and evolve day to day and Within within the day. So I give the 90 day example to... Encourage you like on the right track with something, and you take a few steps back, like that's normal. Give it more time. But on the flip side, if your body is telling you no, listen to your instincts. I have such badass, beautiful instincts, and I ignore them all the time. And I've talked about this before. So if there's something screaming in you, if you knew that there was no wrong answer. If you knew that you could feel incredible on the other side of this decision, or that no one was going to judge you, or if there was no bad consequences within reason, like it was just something that you were struggling to pull the trigger on, go with your gut. Ask yourself, what do I think if I turn the volume down on everything else? And that might be moving your bedroom downstairs. It might be deciding, you know what? We're not going to travel for the holidays this year. And I'm okay with that. It could be starting a business. It could be leaving a business. It could be picking a book back up. It could be starting something new. But what we know is that our life is a culmination of all of these mundane things. You're going to wake up tomorrow or you're going to go to bed tonight. And there's going to be a routine that you know makes you feel good, that makes you feel rested. And actually, this is the perfect place to end. One of, um, one of my clients that I was talking to was saying like, she knows she needs to get more sleep because the more sleep you get. And I could so relate to this because it's 8.50 p.m. right now. And Rob and I are like, we need to get in bed in 10 minutes. Getting to bed early is what allows us to get up in the morning early and start our day a certain way. So what I challenge her to do is get in bed at the time she wants to get in bed. Even if like she's not showered, she's not in pajamas, just crawl into bed and allow your body to feel anxiety. And whatever comes up, whatever you didn't do, whatever you wanted to do, whatever you have to do, whatever is left to do, whatever you should do. Whatever the ideal version of yourself should be doing, make a list of all of that stuff. Because all of that stuff, if you don't identify it, you don't nail it down and say, this is the thing that's stopping me, what's in the way of getting to bed a little bit earlier, you're not gonna find time to schedule it. You're not gonna build a system for it. And so, in those moments where we feel like everything is going wrong, it's that opportunity, again, we say it almost every episode, to identify the contrast. If this feels like black, the opposite is white. So if this doesn't feel good, what would feel good? And then figure out what do I have to change? What do I have to stop? What do I have to schedule? What do I have to rearrange to make sure that my house is shut down or that my kids and my clothes are set out in the morning or that that bill is paid, whatever it is. And so we can start to operate our life, our family, our business, our routines in a way where the bad helps us identify the path toward the good. The obstacle is the way. Whatever is in the way is the thing that is going to unlock exactly what you're looking for in terms of optimizing your day, your relationships, all of it. Whether you're a structured brain like Rob, or you are a (laughs) infinite all over the place, but needs to find a steady drum beat, Chelsea. Just ask yourself what's in the way and get to work on that one thing. Thank you for spending your time with me today on this episode of the Chelsea Pearson podcast. I can't wait to hear what made an impact or what you want to hear next. You can let me know on Instagram or in your internet browser at chelseapearson.co. Drop the m. Coms are overrated anyway, and you'll find so many more ways to learn, links to explore, and ways to work together. And if you could take a moment and share this with a friend who needs to hear this message, or leave a rating and review it would mean the world. Check out the show notes for everything mentioned in this episode today and have a great day. You are enough. You are loved. You are just getting started. Life only gets better from here.